0: Hello, and thank you for joining the Made to Inspire podcast. This is the podcast for dreamers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to go to that next level in your life with Kimberly Smith-Austin and Misty Garrigan, Each week, we will bring you tips, tools, and tactics that will inspire you to take action. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Made to Inspire podcast. I am Kimberly Smith-Austin, and I am here with the awesome and amazing Misty Kerrigan. Yes. Woo! But today, guys, we, are, we have a special treat for you. We have an amazing guest, Miss Alyssa Scully. Alyssa! Okay. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yes! Yeah. She is excited to join us here on the Made to Inspire podcast. But before we get into the show, let's talk a little bit about Alyssa. Alyssa is a trailblazing, optimistic, and business-savvy mom. She has over a decade of experience as a professional speaker, a trainer, and a teacher. Alyssa is a mentor that practices what she preaches, focusing on the importance of continuing to grow and involved in life. She's building a strong mindset and getting the results you want through consistent and focused action. Her transformational community called Reinventing You is a home for individuals aiming to find strength when they feel lost, alone, Mm -hmm. and uncertain on how to make changes that they desire in their life. Let's talk about a woman on a mission. This is Alyssa. She is here to make an impact and change the world that we all live in. Welcome, 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 Alyssa.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Kimberly and Missy. I appreciate you welcoming me today. I'm so excited to be a part of your community and you know just be here and share and talk and explore and learn together.
0: We are excited to have you. And I know I was just recently a guest on your podcast yes. last week, and it was such a pleasure to see all of the great work that you're doing with Reinventing You. Oh, and I want to start you. off by really looking at that a little bit. Now, again, the purpose of our podcast is to inspire people to take action. Sure. And we know that in this life that we live as moms, as professionals, as entrepreneurs, as dreamers... You know, things happen. Everything doesn't go as planned, and we sometimes get hiccups and they move us back in life. But mm-hmm. your process of reinventing you helps people get back on course. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that and, and where did this whole
1: concept come from? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'd love to share my backstory a little bit and then kind of dive into the process of what I teach, but um, just to share you know where I came from and, and my history. I was 38 years old, and I felt completely lost and alone in my life. And to share where that story really begins, it was a super beautiful, sunny, warm, Saturday spring day, and my family and I, my two daughters and my husband, we had just gotten home from a spring season fundraiser for the softball league and I actually put it on. I was, I was the fundraising coordinator for the league. And so everybody's getting settled in for the night. My kids and husband and are upstairs. And I walk upstairs and I, I'm standing in the doorway of my bedroom. And I can hear my husband in the back corner in the walk-in closet. And I just knew something was about to happen. Hmm. And so I turn the corner and I walk into the closet area. And sure enough, another fight ensued. Huh. But this fight was more escalated than any others that we had previously had. And I know my kids could hear what was happening. And in the fight, you know, I'm furious, I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm I'm frustrated, I'm confused, and you know, just every part of me is just fired up. Okay. And eventually the fight settled and my husband went downstairs to watch TV and sleep on the couch like he'd been doing the past eight months. And I just stopped everything I was doing and I just stood in my bedroom, numb. And I began to reflect and look at my life. And from an external viewpoint and vantage point, it looked perfect.
2: Sure.
1: I had two healthy children, I'm married for 12 years, I'm a business owner, I work from home, I have a beautiful house. But I was so unhappy. And so as I look and reflect on my life, I'm looking at everything that I've experienced. All the blessings, all the opportunities, all these great things, but I'm also looking at the reality of my situation is I'm unhappily married. I don't feel like I'm present and connected with my kids. I'm in a business I don't want to be in. Mm. From a financial perspective, all our retirement is shot because everything was put in the business and any savings that we do have is capital for the business. Okay. I don't feel like I'm taking care and nurturing myself at all. And I don't feel like I'm living with purpose or passion. So I had this in my head, I'm thinking about, gosh, I want to be this person, but yet I'm living this life. And everybody thinks I'm happy because I'm great at putting on a show. Mm -hmm. But the reality behind closed doors is I'm miserable. Sure. And so I go to bed thinking about my situation and my life and the reality of what I was experiencing. And so the next day I go downstairs, my husband is watching TV on the couch. And I'll be completely honest, I could not tell you what time of day it was or even what I said, but it was something along the lines of, I'm done. Mm. I want a divorce. Wow. Wow. And in that moment, I chose to start my life again and reinvent myself. But the reality was, is I also knew that I wasn't starting from scratch. Sure. Because I have a plethora of knowledge and experience in my life to carry with me. And so though I was scared and confused and uncertain about a lot of things, I decided to allow my dreams and my desires and what I knew I deserved to support me in the journey of starting again and reinventing my life, just with everything that I knew and I had on my shoulders and going forward. So that was my reinventing you story.
2: I loved that. I think sometimes the concern might be uh, reinventing means I have to change everything about me and my life. And there's some aspects I love and don't want to change. Yeah. So would you say, Alyssa, that reinventing you, it doesn't have to be a, starting from zero. And I love how you said that, not starting from scratch, but taking the things in the future with you that you want and leaving the things that aren't serving you behind.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it was the part of me getting clear about when I was reflecting back at the reality of my life, not everything was horrible. There was many beautiful qualities and and people and experiences that I had to take with me And I wanted to carry that with me. And there's parts of me that I love that I don't want to change. Like you spoke to Missy, Missy. And um, so yeah, definitely the reinventing process is not about starting from scratch. It's about taking what you have and know and love and taking that with you so that you can now step up your game and really capture and go for what you deserve and what you desire in your life and that your dreams aren't a pipe dream but that you have every opportunity in the world to go after them.
0: Sure. And, and Alyssa, I recognize that during such a, a challenging time, although you may have made the decision to, you know, part from your marriage, that you knew that there was something great inside of you. There was something inside of you that you wanted to live out. And I think of that as, you know, a source of inspiration. And having taken that source of inspiration and saying, okay, now that I know there's more inside of me, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go to this new place in my life. How did you then prepare yourself to start going in that new direction apart from your husband and going into forming that new Alyssa?
1: Yeah, yeah, so that, the process really was, I have a four-step process that I guide people through and I'll I'll dive into step number two and that is as known as the standstill portion. And that's where you really, have to stop what you're doing and get really clear on what I want, where I'm at, what I want, and where I want to go. Sure. And I was not 100% clear on this. I'll be completely honest because there became a point where I just had to step up and go for it because I could find a million excuses on why not to. Mm-hmm. And I could have fear come up and then I could step back. I had circumstances come up in this scenario after I had told him I wanted a divorce. And now all of a sudden I'm being nurtured and loved the way I've always desired to be. And guess what? I did not allow that. I knew enough about myself and I knew enough about the relationship and the situation to say, you know what? I'm going to keep pressing forward. I'm going to keep going forward. And that was just, I had to, at every step that I took forward, built my confidence and self-trust that I was doing the right thing. And I knew in my core and in my gut, in every part of me that this was not the wrong step. It felt really right. Mm-hmm. It was scary. It was uncomfortable, but I, had, I was building confidence and, and self-trust as I continued to just take baby steps every day that led me to the end result to where I am today. Sure. What inspired you not only to take your journey but then to say,
2: you know what, I want to coach and help others and guide through their journey? When was that tipping point?
1: Yeah, it's something I've always been in the coaching industry, whether I was coaching women in fitness or I was a relationship with food coach, I was a certified wellness coach. So it was something I had already been in, in the past. And then I jumped and I started business with my ex or my ex husband, but with my husband at the time. And so it was something that I've always loved. And, you know, to be honest, when I was like four or five years old, I, I don't know why I've always remembered this, but I was at my grandma's house and they used to play those infomercial. I think they're infomercials, but they are of the kids in like Ethiopia that were like, like sick, and they had no food, and they were just like, little tiny. And, and um, I would sit and I cry, and I watch it. And I'd say, Mom, can we send these kids money? And I've always remembered that because there was this part of me from a really young age that always desired to help people. And I didn't know what form that would come in. But I just remember that moment. And I mean, gosh, I was four or five. And to this day, I remember the emotional charge I felt of wanting to make and serve, and help someone that's in need. And because I know what this process and journey is like to feel lost and alone, and I've come through the other side of it, like that's where I want to serve and help. This is where I know how to make an impact in people's lives. And it's not, I've reinvented myself many times over, as I believe many of us do. I just now have a system in place that guides people through that, and I teach people that, and, and I get to see the end result of the work that I'm you know kind of put together piece together that's
0: beautiful now is the reinvention process the same for everyone and let me let me clarify that a little bit someone coming out of a divorce someone coming out of disease someone recently lost a loved one someone recently laid off at a job someone coping with the pandemic do you see that process as one and the same or are there differences depending on the situation?
1: Yeah. So the, the strategies that I teach in the reinventing process are designed to support anybody. It doesn't matter where you're at in your life or where you're focusing. So as you mentioned, finance, career, relationships, self, spirituality, uh, what, whatever, Oh, health and fitness, whatever it may be right in all these arenas in life. There's a four step process that I teach that anybody can do because it's essential. It doesn't matter where you're focusing and I'll provide some examples. So the four step strategy that I teach is the first thing that you've got to focus on and do no matter what it is. Let's just say we're focusing on, uh, health and fitness. I want to eat healthier. Let's just say that I want to get into better shape and be healthy. The first thing you have to do is stop. Stop. Stop being the hamster on the wheel. Mm -hmm. How many diets have you looked up? How many diets have you tried? How many exercise regimens have you, how many things are you feeding in your head? Stop. That's good. And then I want you to stand still. Step number two is stand still. It's about being fully present in the situation of where you're at. This is where you're reflecting. This is where you're getting clear about where I'm at, what I want, and what I'm going to do to get there. Love it. So if I'm standing still and I'm like, okay, I have tried 10 diets. They're not working. This exercise regimen, that's not working. Okay. I'm getting clear. What do I want? What is my goal? And let me explore resources to get me to this next level that I want to go. So step number one is I need you to stop, get off the hamster wheel. Number two, I want you to stand still and reflect. Where are you at? What do you want? And where are you going to go? Step number three is you start again. This is where you begin to take action and you apply yourself because we can visualize and dream all we desire, but unless we're stepping up our game and showing up every day, even if it's tiny baby steps, in my divorce process, in the financial process, in me becoming a more present mother, in me learning about relationships, in me you know, finding my purpose in life, in me taking better care of myself, I had to be taking baby steps every single day. There were so many areas of my life I was reinventing at one shot. It wasn't just divorce, right? So every day I'm taking baby steps to get me closer to where I want to go. But the fourth step is you have to stay the course.
0: Woo! I'm fired up. I'm sorry. Go.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome because if I'm working on improving my health, I'm taking action now. I'm applying it. I have a nutritional plan. Maybe I have a nutrition coach. Maybe I have a fitness coach, whatever it is but I have to stay the course because obstacles going to come up. Fear is going to come up old patterns and habits and belief systems and stories that you're living by are going to come up. And when you're reinventing yourself in any area of your life, you're going to have to go beyond the comfort zone of what you've been living in and live by a new standard. And doing that is about staying the course because that is where you build self-trust and you build self-confidence to keep going forward. That is where reinventing you comes in. That's where the end result shows up. And how do you, as a coach, fit into that? What do you mean by that?
2: So, where do you see you helping your clients the most?
1: Like in what arena of life, or
2: well, you have your you have your four steps, right? And I assume you coach individuals and in, in groups through this process. Sure, yeah, where do yeah. people stumble that they need someone else by them side? Because now they. They know the four steps they could unplug right now and and run and and do these, but will they really be successful? Yeah. So
1: there are the three main steps that people are able to take action like right now today is stop what you're doing, stand still and get clear and start taking action. But the, where the challenges really come up is staying the course. Ah, write that down people. Yeah. yeah. So the stay in the course pieces can be the most challenging because this is where fear comes into play. When I am reinventing myself in any area of life, I'm afraid of failing. Maybe I'm afraid of succeeding because if I succeed, can I maintain it? Am I going to be rejected from my community and the people I love? Are you going to judge me because now I'm getting a divorce or because now I'm trying to eat healthier and be, or because I've now lost the weight And now you're judging me because I'm thinner than you. Like whatever that journey is, right? What? Women wouldn't do that. Right? (laughs) (laughs) And so this is where when you have fear, you have these old belief patterns that you have to transform. And there's a process to that. And it's not that this is where, you know, staying the course can, this is where the hiccups come into play. This is where the pattern shifting comes into play. And this is where the guidance and the extra observation and the perspective and the accountability, this is where extra support comes into play to really be able to have that long-term success in the reinventing process.
0: Now, the one thing I know four steps, but I think although you're very critical in that fourth step, I can see people struggling with even step number three, starting all over again. Do you help them create an action plan to help them start over and get to that from that place of, you know, lost to being found, to rediscovering themselves, to getting back into life, if you will, from that setback?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That's a great question. Absolutely. So in the step number two, the standstill process, this is where we're creating a clarity foundation. This is the spot where foundation is is created. And this is where we're getting clear on what you want, why you want it, how is it going to feel. This is where we're getting taking a making creating a list of, list of action steps and then we're breaking those down into small action steps. We're looking at where we can delegate out tasks and where we can we can capture them ourselves. We look at prioritizing these lists and putting them on the calendar and uh, and putting somebody else on it and putting that on the calendar, and putting a date and time to it. This is where we're stepping in then to the starting again action steps. And this is where we we feel more secure in the process of stepping into the re process because we have a foundation to go from. It's not just I'm blind and going anywhere because let me tell you, I know how important that step is because that's what I did. Yeah. I was completely blind. I did not prepare for divorce. I did not prepare from a financial perspective from like, even my ex was like, what's the plan? I have no idea. And he was so infuriated that I didn't have a plan, but I just was like, holy shit, I need to get out of this. And I knew. And so I just took action. And every there's different personality types. Some people are just going to dive right in and go for it. And that was where I was. But then I was like flustered along the way and staying on course because I was like, oh my gosh, I have no foundation to like direct me. Right. But then there's people who really thrive more in having that sturdy foundation before they take the leap. And I, I just coached a client ironically through divorce because, but we created a foundational process for her that allowed her to now leave. And now she just recently left and she's back in California and she's going through this amazing transformational reinventing process. And we, and now I'm now supporting her to stay the course because she has is financially trying to figure things out. She is trying to find her purpose in life. She wants to be doing something she loves, but she also needs money in the bank. Um, she's, you know, she's now doesn't have any friends because she just left the community she was in. So, you know, she's feeling alone. So how do we build that community around her and and for more support? So yeah, absolutely. The, the process of creating that foundation is, is essential. Um, And again, there's many different types of personalities, but it's designed to support anybody, no matter, you know, how you think or operate. What are some myths you would like to bust or erase when it comes to coaching sure some myths um i from like as as if you get it you hire a coach and this is the myth or
2: yeah if i if i want to hire a coach but i might have some obstacles how can you bust
1: some of those obstacles down as a fellow uh, coach yeah that's a good question i i would have to say I think one of the number one things that I run into because I believe in having a coach and I have my own coaches um, in different areas, whether it be finance and, and speaking and all that, um, is that they are going to tell me the answers. <laughs> that is not a coach's job <laughs> because the coach's job is to there to help you hear the story you're playing out mm. and reprogram that thought process. But you've got to be doing that work because they can't solve it. because if you get rid of your coach and you just become relying on them telling you everything to do, you are not then creating that trust and that confidence and the skill set for long-term success in any arena of life. It doesn't matter what you're hiring a coach for. So I believe a coach's responsibility is to have a platform of guidance and then you, you have them go through those steps. And then as they struggle and stumble, you help them see clearly what's going on. What's the reality of how they're thinking and how they're showing up? Because when you're in it, it can be hard to see it. And that's the beauty of having someone there to listen and watch and be accountable to because they're your check-in source. They're your, you know, and they've been through the process. You want to find a coach like, uh, that's the other myth is don't hire a coach unless they have actually done the work themselves. Like, Look for their story. Look for their journey. Look for the end results. There are a million people who can sit out there and say that I coach you in this. Like, don't have me coach you in yoga. I'm sorry, I did <laughs> fitness coaching, but I'm not. I, I mean, my daughter wanted. I'm thinking about yoga, so my daughter's like, Mom, let's do yoga last night. I'm like, okay, well, we can do a sun salutation. So I'm showing her a sun salutation. She's like, let's do like partner poses. I'm like, honey, we're just going to get hurt. Like, yeah, find somebody who knows what they're doing. Yeah. So those are probably the couple myths uh, that, you know, it's, they're going to tell you everything to do and then you just do it. They give you their guidance system and that make sure that you hire someone that actually has a story and has the outcome that you want. Not, uh, they're just talking. Love that. Great
2: advice.
0: Good stuff. So when you think about our target audience, again, business owners, entrepreneurs, dreamers, dreamers, and you think about what you do consistently in helping people reinvent. How can you, give me some ways that we can really inspire, because I believe the reinvention process is the inspiration process, right? There's something inside of us that's locked in. And as a result of life circumstances and situations, we had a setback. And I always tell people a setback is a setup up for a comeback. It's preparing you for the road ahead and taking those four steps that you've given them and getting them on that journey once they once they get there i believe there is no limit to what they can achieve right. so when you think about that as a coach as a reinventor yourself give me give me one more thing that we can give that that audience that person that's on fire but still kind of not sure that they can do this
1: yeah Absolutely, thank you. I love the question. And the first thing that comes to mind, and it's it's consistent across the board. It doesn't matter who I'm supporting in the reinventing you process or what arena they're in—business, finance, career, you know, relationships, health, whatever it may be, self, spirituality—is that deep within you, you already know the answer. We stop trusting ourselves. There are constant whispers and guidance, and and things telling us that something isn't right. And then we wait till, excuse me for saying this, till so shit hits the fan, and that's when we begin the reinventing you process. When we didn't have to go that far, the reinvention process can be in the infancy stage of, okay, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to pivot. But often I'm dealing with clients who are going through the reinventing process because shit has hit the fan and now they're just like down. They're down and out, which is where I was, right? What's that?
0: They had no choice at that point. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But we don't have to go that far. We have a guidance system. That's our intuition. And the more that we can trust that, that bubbling in our stomach or the whispers that we hear or consistency showing up in our life, noticing the patterns. If you stop long enough and you stand still long enough in where you're at right now, maybe shit isn't about to hit the fan, but you're noticing something's unsettled, stop, stand still and look at the patterns and things going on in your life. That is your wake up call early on that maybe something needs to change. My pattern, my belief, the people I'm associating with, the behaviors I'm exhibiting, look there. So it's like an include-
0: early warning system, like yeah. the, you know, like the alert we get when we're tornado. I lived in the Midwest, the tornado alarm that says something is about to happen. It's coming that way. And mm-hmm. I love the fact that you said we a lot of times we see it, we experience it. We even know it, but we don't take actions to correct it that is so powerful i too have gone through that process in many times in my life where i've had situations that were not ideal and i didn't push the button to go and reverse rewind and go forward but instead i sat there and watched things run amok and then i had to go and reinvent myself
1: yeah Yeah. i love it yeah yeah i think a lot of people can relate to that we tend to wait until we are down and out instead of seeing these little warning signs along the way and pivoting and making some shifts.
2: Yeah.
0: This is so great. I feel like the tools that you've provided today are going to be instrumental in not only your clients' lives but the clients of of the world, people all around the world will get value out of being able to take those four steps and start all over again and reinvent themselves to become, I call it the next version or the best version of themselves I love
2: it now so how I, do how but. do they find you do you uh do some orientations or are you online
1: yeah you have- absolutely yeah. Hint, hint. <laughs> what did you say I'm sorry I said do you have your own podcast maybe uh, can- yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Alyssa.Sully And then I have a Facebook community called Reinventing You Diaries, and this is a Facebook group for those reinventing their lives, and it provides stories, and my podcast is featured there, and it provides a seven-day challenge we do, and it's just inspiration and support in the Reinventing You process. But also, we spoke a lot about step number two in the standing still and creating that foundation in wanting to step again, start again in, in that reinvention of self, And so if you need support in that, I do have a free e-guide that I created, which wow. provides some clarity around that. So if you go to reinventingyou.online forward slash five steps, you can download that e-guide for free and you can now stand still and get clear and build a strong foundation so you can start again.
2: We will have those in the show notes too, people. So definitely click on that.
0: Thank you. Super really excited. Fun. Thank you so much, Alyssa, for joining us for the Made to Inspire podcast. You have been an inspiration to me, as I know you will be to so many others in their reinvention process. We are can't wait to just see the results and, and hear the thoughts of people once they hear this amazing podcast. We thank you for being here, and uh, we look
1: forward to the journey ahead. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to share my story and my message. And, you know, I think you guys are doing an amazing job in your community. And I am, I'm inspired by you both. And I have an opportunity to connect with you and other platforms outside of, of this podcast. And, you know, it's, it's a beautiful journey we're all going through to, to support others in reinventing their lives. And I thank you so much for the opportunity to be here.
0: Thank you, Alyssa. And we will see you soon. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Made to Inspire podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode and have picked up some tips, tools, and tactics that will help you move into action. Make sure you follow us on social media. We are Made, the number two, the letter N, inspire you you can find us on Facebook Instagram LinkedIn YouTube we're out there but best of all we ask that you leave us a review let us know what you thought let us know how you're going to use the information that we're sharing week after week to help you take your inspiration into action we appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on our next episode